everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our exciting podcast, featuring many plays and dramas. Every single Sunday night at 7 p.m., all year long, we'll be bringing you new episodes, so be sure to tune in at GetNewFrequency.com, and please subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can do that through the contact page of our website. Tonight on the program, we have a ghost story for you, and a couple's journey into their past. It's called This Old House, and to help me introduce it is the star of the piece, the wonderful Todd Sherry. Hello, hi, how are you? Todd, Todd Cherry, thank you so much for being here to talk about this piece, This Old House. Ghost Stories, a classic in the form of radio drama, always fun to do. You play sort of an unsavory guy in this piece, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Talk about sort of finding the voice for Charlie and kind of finding that character. It's such a unique, a unique person you created in this piece. Well, I think what helped me was uh, in the writing, the language uh-huh. was uh, made me feel very much like an old 30s gangster movie. <laughs> right. So I sort of drew from that. I had seen a lot of those James Cagney pictures and those old movies. And uh, and there were so many good character actors in those movies. And I started just thinking sort of in those terms, like it was a it was a language of a different time. I don't know about you, but when I hear this piece again, uh, one of our great writers here at New Frequency, James Napoli, wrote it. It's such in his voice. Don't don't you hear James like yes. in in the dialogue? Like every time you sort of you know hear Charlie and Doreen talk. Yes, and then of course he's there. James is in the <laughs> yes, piece. Of course, as we well. won't say as what at this time, but he right. shows up. Uh, later in the piece yeah but he really grounded us in that world with those sort of characters who talked that way and it was it, it was a real joy to kind of find the journey of these people because really it's about sort of discovery and kind of going back into the past these mm-hmm. two unsavory characters kind of go on the run back to charlie's hometown and i think my favorite stuff in the piece is sort of when we're just walking around the hometown with you guys and just hearing you you know get away from this unsavory guy for a moment and almost find some memories in that moment. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, discovering those choices in, in, in audio form? Cause you know, you're, you're looking around at memories in a, in a small town that aren't even really there. They're in your mind. Right. Well, I actually happen to be from a small town in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. up near the great lakes. And, um, when I moved to LA, I drove cross country with a friend who had only ever lived in New York city. Right. She had never seen a small town. And uh, we stopped at my hometown overnight and for the next day. And of course, my father took us around and was showing us things. Of course. So now I was seeing them through her eyes, Mm -hmm. which is almost like seeing it through a child's eyes who's never seen it. But here's this, you know, this big city girl who'd never seen these small town things. So things that I grew up with and I knew and I had always seen seemed uh, special and new to me and she even said at one point she said you are from the town that time forgot <laughs> so I sort of drew on that I was like right. you know that experience of taking her back there and then being like oh I, I am kind of from this sort of Mayberry small town yeah place with a fountain and a gazebo in the park and right. you know, a cannon with the cannonballs and, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. And I sort of drew from that on, on, on seeing, you know, going back to my hometown and seeing it through someone else's eyes. Right. Which is essentially what this piece is all about. He's showing Doreen, you know, this town. And then of course they come upon the house. I think every, every town has that one home that's, you know, rumored to be haunted. I, I know in, in our, in the small town I grew up in Texas, I grew up in a small town as well. 
well. It was always like I think they called it the witch's house, where like yeah. you know it was down in you know down a dark block, and you know it was abandoned. But it was rumored to be haunted. I think that's another part of this piece that's fun is sort of tapping into that like oh watch out for that rumored haunted house. Yeah, and uh, if you remember in It's a Wonderful Life of with course. Jimmy Stewart and. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, uh, Donna, why is her name escaping Reed. me? Yeah, Donna Reed are uh, seeing that house there. They're throwing stones in the window and they're making wishes, and they end up living in that house. Of course, in, uh, uh, in the future of that movie, and you know that that is so true that that was you know presented in that film. It's it's so true of everybody. I know everybody has that one that of house. those. James brought it to life so well, and in this particular piece, they end up going into the house, which you're going to get to hear and enjoy. One of the things I remember too in creating this piece is it's a very subtle piece. There's not a lot of music in it. There's not a lot of uh, transitions or our normal kind of big sound effects we did in New Frequency. We kind of, I think, made the choice in this one, consciously or unconsciously, just to kind of, kind of let it breathe, let it have a lot of air. And I think it makes a lot of the great dialogue um, that you have, you know, even come across a little bit more because it, we're so with these two, like on their journey and in kind of a quiet, subtle way. It's not really a traditional audio drama in that sense. True that. And for me, uh, re-listening to it, it also made me go more into my imagination. Like I wasn't led by music. I wasn't led right. by anything anywhere except what was happening. Yeah. And so it made it more happening in my head. Right, yeah. It's a great piece. We should uh, mention Gretchen Massey in this. She plays Doreen. She's wonderful. A great voice mm -hmm. for us at New Frequency. So let's, I said we give a listen. Yeah. Enjoy it, folks. <laughs> yeah, this is a great ghost story. One of our favorites here at New Frequency. Enjoy. It's called This Old House. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. New Frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful production. In one. New Frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. Calling all freaks. Please meet Charlie and Doreen, city slickers with a shady past. Now they've come to the small hometown where Charlie grew up to try and find a place to hide out. They certainly find one in this old house. You're Charlie's old hometown. Can you believe a guy like me came from a nowheresville burg like this, huh? Shut up, Charlie. This is a, it's a beautiful town. Sure, if you like spinning your wheels and slowly dying. You know, you don't appreciate nothing. That's not true. I am a great admirer of your backside. Oh, please, lay off, Romeo. I'm gonna swoon. Okay. Okay, we're almost to my folks' place. Now remember, let me do the talking. Don't say nothing about where we've been. Oh, what do you think? I'm that stupid? Uh, nice to meet you, Charlie's parents. By the way, me and Charlie need a place to hide since we knocked off that hey, string. Hey, don't even joke, you hear me? Don't even joke, not a peep. Okay, cool your jets, Clyde Barrow. I won't even chirp. Here we go. Jeez, <clears throat> oh, takes the old man a week to get to the frickin' door. Our son's love, so touch him. Give it a rest. Good evening. What can I do for you? Charlie. Hey, Pop. How you doing? This here's Doreen. Uh, pleased to make your acquaintance, sir. Delighted to meet you, Doreen. My advice to you? 
run as far away from this man as you can. Uh, I beg your pardon? Getting started to ruin another life, are you, son? Come on, Dad, give me a break. Yeah, got a lot of nerve coming here after what you did. Come on, Pop. They never could make the charges stick. You broke your mother's heart. Oh, that's no good, Charlie. Zip it, Doreen. Uh, where's Mom, then? Is she oh, in there? Oh, no, you don't. You're not playing her off against me. Not this time, Charlie. Look, Pop, Doreen and I just need a place to stay for a few days. Until things cool down a little. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I... Forget it, Charlie. I thought I made it clear six years ago. You're not welcome here. Look, help me out here, Pop. Throw me a bone. If you were starving in the streets, I wouldn't give you a crust of bread. Move along. Suppose I don't want to. For the love of Mike, Charlie, what are you threatening him? Stay out of this, sweet cheeks. Yes, Doreen, stay out of it. If you're smart, stay out of anything to do with this poor excuse for a man. He's no son of mine. Okay, look, Pop, I didn't mean to come on so strong. Oh, great. This is just great! Open up! Open up the door, old Not man! Not get off, Charlie. The man, he made himself clear. Yeah, clear, right. To think I was so nervous about meeting your parents, I thought it went rather well. <laughs> One of these days, Doreen. Oh, I'm shaking in my boots, Ralph Cramden. Now, what the hell do you want to do, huh? I don't know. It was the last bus brought us here. Hmm. Well, let's say we just walk around your old stomping grounds, huh? A good walk will clear our heads. Walking? Clears your head? <laughs> you must do an awful lot of walking. Okay, do we have to have this discussion again? Who's the one who passed her equivalency test, huh? Who's the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Me? okay, okay. <laughs> we walk. So tell me about this place, Charlie, where, where you grew up. Nothing to talk about. Oh, come on. Maybe one of the neighbors will take us in if we're real nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, never mind. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Look at that. What? That, that, it used to be the old TV repair shop. Oh, it looks like a Starbucks. Yeah, it, it is, but the facade's the same. I recognize it. Used to be a dog parked outside that repair shop every day. Me and him got to be buddies. Oh, that's sweet. Most everybody ignored him. Some of the kids would kick him. We took to each other right away. I I'd steal some meat from over there at Buchanan's Market and run over and give him a good meal. What was his name? The dog? I don't know. I never called him anything. Hmm. Oh, and there's Amy Fishkin's house. Oh, I'm jealous already. <laughs> Amy was the first girl to show me her bra. You really are a romantic, ain't you, huh? Men should weep. Oh, my God. What? Down there. Set in behind all those trees. See it? Barely. Is that a house? Old Lady Barrett's house. That's the one all us kids were scared of. Amy wouldn't go near it. Yeah, I had a house like that in my neighborhood, too. Don't, don't tell me they any more about it. They said maybe it was haunted or Old Lady Barrett was a witch. Cut it out, Charlie. On Halloween, no kid ever had the moxie to go up to her front Forget door. Forget Halloween. Who'd do it even now? Now that's a hideout. Someplace nobody would ever go. Uh-uh. Come on, Charlie. Don't even joke. I ain't joking. No, cut it out. I don't want to stay there. What's the matter? You scared? Yeah, what do you think? Come on. We're all grown up now. I dare you. I'm not Amy Fishkin. Ah, you filled out a lot better than her anyway, Doreen. Let's go. <laughs> this is stupid. Sweetheart, we can't just walk around this enchanting hamlet all night, can we? Even the poduck donut eaters in this place will be searching us for 
Whatever. Jeez, oh, Charlie. Come on. Ooh, Charlie. What? It's one of those houses. Looks like it's got eyes. You're crazy. No, it's dark. Look, all the wood is sagging. What do you want, old lady of Barrett? Ain't she ain't exactly Martha Stewart, you know. Let's get out of here. We just got here. I don't care. <clears throat> yes? Who's there? Old lady ba I mean, Mrs. Barrett. I'm Charlie, and this is my fiance, Doreen. What do you want? Well, I'll give it to you straight, Mrs. Barrett. We need a place to stay. Well, have you tried the hotel? Oh, we can't stay in a hotel. Well, why on earth not? Well, it's delicate. It's got to do with, uh... uh yeah, mon money. It's yeah. a money issue, Mrs. Barrett. I, I hope you'll forgive us, dear, but we're at the end of our ropes, Charlie and me. See, we've been, um, traveling for days just trying to get to my sister, Viola's. She, she lives over in Oneonta. She's gonna put us up, you see, so's, so's I can have Charlie's baby and all. My baby? Yeah, Charlie. Isn't that nice for Viola to do that for you and your fiancé? <laughs> She's a peach, that Viola. Yeah. Yeah, so you see, Mrs. Barrett, if we could just have shelter for the evening, we'll make it through. And I'm sure Viola, will, she'll come collect us tomorrow. Well, I sure know about falling on hard times. I lived through the Great Depression, you know. Oh, really, did you? Uh, bless your heart. This ain't exactly the Ritz Marriott, but you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. Ain't you laying it on a bit thick, Doreen? <sighs> Honestly, Charlie, I don't know what you were so afraid of. She's the sweet old lady. Can I offer you anything? Oh, no, that's all right. Well, we'll just get some shut-eye. If you can show us to our room, we'll be grateful. <laughs> well, now, you said Doreen here is your fiancé? That's right. Well, I'm afraid it's going to have to be separate rooms, then. What the... Uh, might I ask why, Mrs. Barrett? Well, you two aren't married yet, that's why. And her expecting and all... While you're under my roof, I'd appreciate it if you'd bide by the house rules. Yeah, we'd be glad to, Mrs. Barrett. Well, it's not so much me as Richard. Oh, Richard? My older brother. God fearing that man. You have to respect that about him. Sure, sure. Doreen, we gotta talk. Okay, okay. We'll be alone in a minute. Come on, then, young people. Here, each of you take one of these kerosene lamps. Swell. I imagine electricity still works in this old place, but I can't tell you the last time Richard went out and bought light bulbs. Yeah, it sure is dark. You get used to it. Here's the gentleman's room. Cozy. And that bed goes back to colonial days. People were smaller then, weren't they? Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> Jeez, Mrs. Barrett has opened up her home to us after all. Good night then, Charlie. I'll show your bride-to-be to her room. Yeah, I'd like to tuck her in if it's all the same to you. <laughs> that won't be necessary. Uh, I'll be fine, Charlie. But you sneak in later, okay, honey bunch? Right then. Oh, good night, ladies. Good night. Oh, man. I gotta go through this without Doreen's body next to me. That's just great. Plus, I didn't get to tell her what I wanted to tell her, which is that old lady Barrett's brother Richard has been dead for 50 years. Poor old Bat must still think he's here. Thanks so much, Mrs. Barrett. Good, good night now. Good night, dear. What a mausoleum. Oh, this musty old bed. If I get a wink of sleep on this thing, it'll be a miracle. 
Anyway, first things first, I gotta find Charlie. Where's that lamp thing? Oh, there's the doorknob. Oh my God, this hallway is dark. How far did that old broad take me anyway? Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Is your room down there, Charlie? What are you doing Char here, miss? My God. Who's there? What are you doing here, miss? Who's that? What are you doing here, miss? Cut it out. Who what are, are you? What are you doing here, miss? I said cut it out. Let me shine my lamp on you. There's... There's nothing here. I don't... I don't see anybody here, but I know I heard... What are you doing here, miss? Where are you? What why are you, do you doing here, miss? Why do you keep asking me that? Stop it! Has it stopped? I think it stopped. I gotta get out of here. I gotta find Charlie. Charlie! Charlie! Oh, jeez! I gotta go look for Doreen. Take this stupid lamp. Jeez, hardly throws any light at all. Can't even see the stupid door. No oh, there it is. <sighs> Damn, this hallway is dark. Doreen? Doreen! You have done wrong coming here. What the? Who's that? You have done wrong coming here. Come on, step into the light where I can see you. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, this is too much. I'm shining the light all around the room, and I don't see nobody. You have done wrong coming here. Knock it off. Whoever you are, the joke is over. You have done wrong coming here. Stop it. You're... You're the brother, ain't you? Holy mother, you're Richard. Hello? Hello? Richard? Man, I gotta find Doreen. Now listen, whoever you are, just just go away, please. You're, you're bad people. You're not welcome. I'm so I'm sorry we came. Just Very don't. bad people. I'll not leave. I promise. Just stop. I. Uh, bad. I can't bad breathe. I. I Very can feel your hands, but bad. where are you? I can't people. see you. Stop, please. Oh, Richard, do I, please stop. Yeah, bad. Richard, people. listen to Very her. Bad. Stop. I. Oh, he is so protective. He really is too protective. Hey, 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 Doreen! Charlie! Oh, there. You see, Richard does take care of me. Takes care of you? What the hell are you talking about? People. Not welcome here. Very bad people. Stop! Stop! Oh, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. People. Richard knows. People very bad. Not welcome. Yes, Richard. They were bad people. I thought so, too. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Dave, over here. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Jack? Hey, I thought you were retrofitting the foundation. Oh, holy, what are those two? Are they dead? Yeah, a man and a woman, both dead. Sometime between when we knocked off last night and this morning, they, they must have wandered in. Yeah, why would anybody wander into nothing but a building foundation in the middle of the woods? I don't know, you got me. Well, you know, they used to say this place was haunted. That old lady Barrett was a witch. Well, sure, Dave, but old lady Barrett's been dead a lot of years now. And, and that old house of hers got torn down, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about these two? I don't know, some, some kind of suicide pact? Yeah, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> I mean, it sure is crazy what young lovers will get into. Imagine deciding that your life ain't worth living. 
Man, they must have felt pretty awful inside, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'll bet nobody ever knew that. You know that they were feeling awful inside? Yeah, well, they're gonna know now. Yeah, you got that right. Signing off in three, two, one.